everybody, welcome to Trust Your Journey on Blog Talk Radio today, and uh, I'm always joined by my dear friend and life coach and buddy, Sherry, and today we're going to talk about uh, something probably, Sherry, we life coach more people about than ever is worry. How are you doing? Oh, always worrying, as usual. (laughs) I was just telling Beth before the show started that my favorite quote is by Mark Twain, and it says, I am an old man. I have known many troubles, but most have never even happened. And and that is so true. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter how old or young we are or um, just think about a lifetime. If you live to be 80 years old, how many times have we worried needlessly? If only I had, I'll be happy when I get um, I wish I would have stayed home and that's what never happened. Uh, oh, gosh, because I did this, I made the opposite happen. I wish I would have said this. Why did I say the wrong thing? Oh, my gosh, I was at a dinner party and I said, um, I, I, I don't like your hair that way. And I really, I didn't mean anything negative. I just liked her hair the other way. And what if that, what if she's upset with me about that? Or, or what if my boss took that the wrong way because I wanted to give him my idea or, or what? if I'm in a car accident? What if I get fired or laid off? Uh, oh, gosh, what if my teenager gets pregnant? What if I become ill? Yeah, it goes on you and could, on, Beth. You could what if your life away, as we know. <laughs> so I think when we're uh, – actually, Sherry, you guys don't know it, but when we go on air, we, we get into the studio 15 minutes before we go on air, and, and it never fails that Sherry's talking right up to the last minute when we do go on air. And, and Sherry was actually worried about something. But I, I do want to uh, kind of set the parameters of worry. Worry to me, um, it, it, I'll tell you what it's not. Uh, for any of you dealing with some extreme phobias, uh, serious anxiety issues and, and, and all, those are those are real deals. So uh, so today we're kind of talking more about uh, uh, general worry, uh, worry such as if you went on vacation and uh, you worried that you didn't turn the water off or or uh, forgot to take the cat somewhere or whatever that thing is. You know, you left the left the oven on or something like that. Uh, that might be more of a, a general worry versus some uh, se- severe situations and extreme situations, which um, you know, which do need help, right, Sherry? I mean, these these you know, when you're dealing with an extreme situation uh, such as uh, serious anxiety, these kind of things need uh, professional help, not something that right. you and, and I uh, when- really do. Well, that's when you would call somebody like Candace who was on last week. So everybody, you know, that says, gosh, I really do deal with worrying a lot. You know, uh, I I think Beth put her information out there, but Candace is definitely somebody to call and talk to. But you need somebody like on her level that deals with it all the time. That's what she deals with to do that. This is more of a just touching base on on just a few tips on how to get past worrying and, and why we actually worry. So I, you know, sure you and I were talking a few minutes ago about I, I I always go back to childhood on every every time I try to life coach or help somebody out. Um, I always go back to the childhoods, and I'm sure people you know look at me like I'm crazy, but I think so many things start in childhood, and today. Maybe uh, you and I both know in our childhood, you know, whether it was getting to school on time or grades or something my peers said or being out on the playground, you know, for my 30 minutes of play, that was really, that was one of my worries, making sure I got to the playground on time. But, uh, you know, what you're having for lunch, there's so many things in our childhoods that we worry about. uh, And those things, you, you know, they come into our adulthood. So it does start at a very young age. 
uh, a lot of the things we that we bring uh, worry about every day. And then they evolve, right? Uh, you and I talk about having alcoholic fathers and, and those kind of things. Right, and, right. And, and some of that does play in uh, into our today worry. But um, but I love going back to the childhood because I think that's so important uh, to start there. And then um, you know then then we bring it into today. And when we talk to people about worry. Uh, one of the first things I always say to you, Sherry, is what's it doing for you? What's it doing for you? It's, it's so true. How's that working for you? Well, I've got to tell you? you, and it's so funny that now, thank goodness, and I don't get upset when people say I was an ugly kid, but my teeth are so big. So people ask me all the time, do you bleach your teeth or are your teeth real? Yes, they are real, and they're big like horse teeth. But when I was a kid, I had to grow into them. So every time, and I don't know why my mom didn't say, don't smile so big, but I always smiled really, really big, and I was tiny, skinny any stick with these humongous teeth and wild hair. So, uh, you know, not too long ago, an older friend of mine said, gosh, you sure were ugly as a kid, you know, and I thought, well, thank goodness, you know, uh, but, you know, that was always a thing, you know, you're in school and you're like, oh, well, she looks prettier, or, you know, it's like you're the awkward kid, or, or even the time, like you're saying in school, when, um Worrying, I remember the coach one time, our, our hurdle person was sick and we were away in uh, a town where people were about twice my height. And so I was worried about running long distance. And then he said, you've got to do the hurdles today. And I remember in my mind going, I've never even practiced on a hurdle. Like, I've seen him do it. This is not going to be pretty. And sure enough, I fell in front of everyone. And I thought I can never go back to school. I mean, even though this was out of town, I have fallen i am so embarrassed i'm never going back right which i went back the next day but that whole day i cried and cried and cried i cried on the bus the whole way home but how embarrassing you know to to try something new in front of all of your peers and and fell out it miserably and then get back up which makes you stronger right and by the way so, i never did the hurdles again <laughs> yeah. so sherry why why do we keep worrying why do we keep worrying i mean some for some of us uh for all of us i'm not even gonna say some of us we know it's not we know it doesn't feel good uh we we know um that it has to do something for us for us to hang on to it right but but what is it um and and i'll share one thing with you uh for me um uh i have this thing where i don't want to ever be surprised like you, you know me, Sherry. I over prepare for everything. I mean, I, I don't right. want to ever walk into a meeting. Uh, I, I would tell you I worry. Yeah, probably I worry about going into some meetings because we deal with some big accounts, and and I over prepare for every meeting we go into to sell Trust Your Journey products. And mm-hmm. so I would say that to you. I I know one thing for me why I worry is I don't want to ever be surprised. I always want to be prepared for anything that can come my way. But you and I both know that's impossible. It's impossible. Um. Yeah, and for me, I don't worry about that because you're so detailed that I just don't worry about that. So, you know, (laughs) and I'm sure you don't worry about stuff that I do, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's also having a good balance of people around you. But um, I'm going to tell you something that's going to sound absolutely crazy, Beth. Um, But something I learned at Byron Katie that taught me so much about how to handle uh, worry and stress And you're going to go, Sherry, what? Just do this? Okay, now let's think about this. 
when we do caffeine or like many times now people are doing the Red Bulls or the energy drinks, uh, you, maybe it's a soda that you drink, you know, a Coke or whatever, just to get that, you know, we, we want to get an extra shot of that espresso in the morning just to get our, our uh, get ourselves up and going, right? And mm-hmm. uh, so what happens is whenever we do caffeine or any kind of stimulant that makes our brain go, our thoughts go super fast, it also increases anxiety in our lives because what happens is we can't sort through our thoughts. I was actually on the phone with a friend yesterday who is in a new relationship, right? And lots of worries in new relationships. You know, what are they going to think about this? Or I'm not sure if I like the way this, uh, you know, they act about this or, you know, is this a good fit for me or not? Lots of stuff. Your your self-talk is ridiculous. You know, can I trust this Mm -hmm. person? Because we all have past baggage, right? So we either have abandonment issues or fear of rejection or or fear it's just not going to work out because maybe we've had 12 past filled relationships so whatever those fields are we have those packed inside of us and then we add caffeine or or some kind of stimulant like i said um and whenever we do that what happens is our thoughts go so fast beth we can't sort them out so if you think about visually laying your thoughts out on a table you know you could go okay here's one to twelve my least that i'm worried about my most worried about uh they we literally, those get all jumbled up, and we even can make the smallest thing into the biggest worry. And so I would say uh, the biggest thing I did for me is, of course, you don't want to see me on any more caffeine, but um, no. I, I uh, maximize my, I will never do over two espresso shots unless we're setting up for a booth or something. But mm-hmm. um, because if I do three, I get kind of snippy and I get very anxious and I can feel myself. I'm very aware of how I feel. Um, But another thing that I started in my life is adrenal support, you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, anybody that wants to know that, of course, can email us. But the adrenal support I do in the afternoon when you're feeling that lull, some people do green tea. I do adrenal support because it doesn't add caffeine, but it but your adrenal glands when you're doing all this worrying, Beth, actually get shot down. Well, that yeah, I mean you 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 and I've talked about that, and uh, I I believe I definitely believe that you know when it comes to all the physical aspects of what worry and stress can do to the body, um, I, I so believe in that stuff. So. Um, let me ask you this, Sherry. So you and I were talking about, um, we were talking yesterday just about worry in general. And I think I told you, um, and, and you know this about me, I, I don't, I think so many people get caught up in all the news. Uh, and, and we all know that the news media is out there. You know, it's great to hear news. Um, you know, I appreciate hearing news. I, I like to know if something happened near my mom's house and somebody broke in or something like that. But um but there's so much, and, and those things are kind of solvable, right? If somebody broke mm-hmm. into the house next door to my mom and, and I get worried about my mom, then I can put an alarm system in our house or, or I can choose to do a couple of things and, and solve a worry that I might have like that. But I think there's so much. You know I do not watch uh, TV, much TV, but I definitely don't watch TV news. And um, and I think uh, there's so much on on the news and TV today that I, I feel so much better. There are times when I sit down with groups of people or uh, at our lunch table, you know, at work, and, 
And so many people dive into something they saw on TV, and and um, I just uh, I don't have enough time in my day to get worried about things that aren't solvable, things that I I actually can't do anything about. Now, if there's a homeless man down on Peachtree Street, and I can go down there and give him ten dollars, then yeah, I can deal with that worry, right? If I get all caught up in that worry, and I saw it on TV, but there's some big things going on out there uh, in the world today that that I I can't do anything about. And um, and and therefore, I, I guess right, wrong, or indifferent, I choose not to get caught up in the worry of that. Yet you and I both know, Sherry, that people that uh, uh, worry about that all the time, right? I mean, you hear it all the time. People are so caught up in stuff that they have that it is not solvable. And if you get caught up in that and it's with you every day, it will at some point take a toll on you. And um, you know, I was reading when we were talking about this discussion the other day. Thirty percent of worry—it's um, already happened. It's—it's it's about us holding on to it, right? Mm-hmm. So we're worried about things that we can't even change because they're in the past. And and you know, a perfect example was I woke up the other day, and you knew my situation from the last talk show that I went four and a half months without uh, house insurance because my agent forgot, which was, I mm-hmm. guess, a mistake that people make from time to time. But I, I, I worried myself sick about what if my house would have burnt down? What if it would have got robbed? What if, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if they stole everything we had? Not, not that we have a lot, but, but the point is, is I worried myself sick after, after the situation was taken care of. So that's a perfect example of, I couldn't let it go. I just couldn't let it go. I, I had insurance, but I'm still worried. Why is that, Beth? It's because we seriously take it to bed. We sleep on it and we wake up with it. So I think a huge thing that we can do, uh, when I found out my mom had cancer, um, uh, I told Beth, seriously, Beth had, uh, you know, as a breast cancer survivor, I told her I don't have cancer because God knows I couldn't deal with it. You know, there's some people that can deal with it. And you can ask Beth, if somebody says I'm sick, I I become horrible. Like I will make myself sick as a dog, you know, just on getting skin cancer uh, taken off. So, um, but what I did with when my mom was sick uh, was two different things, Beth. Um, I wrote down my worries and I, um, and I actually put my worries in a little box, you know, and said, God, look, mm-hmm. I'm going to give this to you because it's too big for me. Somebody had told me about that. Like if you visually put your hands out and you put your worries in them and you say, God, I'm handing this over to you because I can't do it anymore. So whatever that way is for you to to let that go, whether it's in the past or it's current, some things we cannot have any control over, Beth. We have to, have to let it go as what the movie Frozen would say, <laughs> let it go. Yeah. Well, and you and I were uh, uh, talking, Sherry, um, and I was talking with a lot of people last week because, uh, you know, working up to the radio show, I always ask, talk to people about certain things and the topic. And uh, so I, I looked up, uh, I was doing some research on Google and just the biggest worries, right? And I was looking at some surveys and some studies that had been done. And uh, I think I told you earlier, you know, one of the biggest worries out there is, is being overweight. And um, so I, but, you know, to me, that's solvable, right? That's something where you can sit on that all day if you want, and a lot of people do sit on it. Uh, but but that's something that you can do. You you have a choice, a conscious choice to do something about that particular worry. 
uh, of weight. Uh, now, the next one was uh, getting old in general, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I hate to tell everybody, but, you know, we, we're all headed that way. So you will continue to get older. We haven't found a way, you know, uh, to go the other way. So, uh, but, you know, you can you can worry about that all day long, but it's going to happen. And, yeah, we can all age gracefully and we can, you know, we I have a, such a great attitude toward it. I, I don't think about age at all. And, uh um, I do too. Just I color my hair. My hair's going to get blonder and blonder. The more gray that pops up, which is coming quite often, it's going to get blonder and blonder. So, well, however you deal with but, it, if it's naturally or not naturally, just do it, girl. Like, just be happy with uh, yourself. You know, when I look at my my dear friend Foster, and I look at how you know she's going to be ninety this year, and she just embraces her age, right? I mean, how neat is that? And how all of us should learn to embrace that because it's going to happen. This is this is what life's all about is the aging process. But 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 there are a lot of things on this list. Uh, you know, uh, I saw overall fitness, weight, uh, energy levels. We all know there's stuff to do with your energy levels. Um, you, you know, a lot of things on here are financial, and uh, and, and and sometimes you know. Know, uh you're dealt a bad hand and and uh you're without a job or whatever that thing may be but uh but there's all kinds of things you can do um to to get beyond a lot of these situations that we worry about and and I love the witching hour you, you know Sherry, my favorite thing is self talk and when uh, Candace said last week about uh, uh we all stress uh 85% of the things we stress about never happen and she said we have what 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day and they're all repeat performances from our past uh you know in our past so i love what she said about that but uh talking about self talk and uh you know it's just amazing that witching hour at 3 2:30 or 3 a.m. where women wake up and guys might do it too but women wake up and worry and it's just like they get bombarded with you know the 20 things they tried to put on the back burner and uh and and they all come to life and dance around your head at 3 a.m. in the morning so um go ahead let me you know, let me tell you something weird about that i read a book once uh gosh i can't think of the name about it it was something about the home do you remember me telling you about this anyway it was about it was a a christian book but it was about uh like taking power over your worries in your home but it said that uh you're attacked more in the three o'clock hour than any other hour it is like a time of attack so so they say spiritually um that's the the most common time uh, they had a reason for it. I can't remember now, but uh, so that's pretty wild because that was uh, very much a part of that book. But um, another thing that I did, you know, you and I journal two different ways. You journal and keep your journals, and uh, <laughs> I, I am notorious about whatever I'm going through in my life. I will write and write and write and write, and then I burn it. And Beth goes, "Why you burn it? Why are you burning it?" You know. Um, I don't want to keep anything. Uh, If it is something that I have overcome or I feel like I let go, for me, that is like letting it go is, is, uh, you know, some people can talk to people about it. For me, writing it down and and doing that. But but also I try uh, to do what you said a few weeks ago, Beth, about thinking of something grateful when I go to bed. So another big thing that we can do is shift our thoughts. You know, as quickly mm-hmm. as we can shift them, then we can get past the worrying and on to something else. Because uh, if if we want to stay and worry and pity party, uh, we can stay there all day long. It's totally our choice. 
Well, I think, um, you know, one of the things I, I try to do, well, we'll just, let's just get into this a little bit. You know, you and I talk about we're, we're Christians and we're very spiritual and, uh, we always flip, uh, our worry to trust, right? So we, we know where that trust goes to and that's so powerful for us, Sherry. I know for you and for me that we're able to do that. And by doing, you know, by flipping our, our, flipping it to trust, um, it helps me to accept uncertainty because I don't think there's anything certain in this world. Um, you know, I think when you come to that place in your life where you know that um, there's there's always going to be change and there's always going to be uncertainty, um, it's it's easy to let go of the worry. So I guess I would say, you know, to all our listeners that uh, that that's really, really important. If you can come to a place where you – uh, whatever your faith may be, um, and, and we know there's a lot of people that listen to us with, with all the different kinds of faith, but the ability to trust um, God for you and for me is really important, Sherry. And um, we've done such a great job of like coaching each other into mindfulness and awareness. And when you get to that point where you, you become very mindful of your life and very aware of your life and very, very aware of your thoughts, it becomes so much easier to to flip the worry into trust and to and to and to make sure you like you were talking about sherry you go to bed in the right frame of mind you get up in the right frame of mind and and that's a great one sherry because i always talk about the foundation of the day but um but i think going to bed and 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 somehow just just releasing everything uh and there are all kinds of ways to release everybody i mean there's many many ways to release but uh, i think that's so important because when you get into that uh uh, that sleep state and that dream state, um, you know, you want to stay there because it's such, you need that, you need that sleep. And when you wake up at three and you hold on to something for an hour, um, it, 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 it gets kind of crazy. It gets crazy. It, it really does. And then uh, many times I don't think we confront the problem. So if we procrastinate on something, uh, you know, we get anxious about the problem and, uh, a lesson I learned, you know, uh, through work, through other stuff when I was young is if you don't deal with a situation, it's only going to snowball into a great giant problem. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't just go away. So say if your finances, say if you're sad and you just go uh, uh, run up your credit card. I think we've all done that when we were young. You know, if people were honest and they miss handled their finances when they're young and maybe you're doing it when you're older it's okay I mean it's not about beating yourself up it's saying hey listen I'm going to take this head on because I do believe um, you know and I've told you about that book Sacred Contracts that we go through the same thing over and over and over until we learn the lesson and so if Mm -hmm. you've got something that maybe you are a procrastinator, you know, maybe it is your finances, maybe it's eating. Let me tell you something. I am the queen of eating if I'm sad, happy, stressed, worried, <laughs> bored. Uh, that's why I run. People say, you run because you love it. No, I think I've ran my whole life because I, it, it does you help me because <laughs> I love to eat. I mean, I just told you I ate a half a can of uh, icing this last weekend. Uh, so, just trying to make a stupid cupcake. So I, uh, instead of eating one bite, I wanted like the whole jar, but I ate half. So then I had a sugar high, you know, headache. But the the problem is uh, whether it's 10 pounds, 100 pounds, or 400 pounds that you need to lose, 
instead of, you know, like I said, you put it down on a piece of paper from 1 to 12, what is your most and your least. And what you're going to find out, Beth, is that number 12, your highest point of pain in your life, the weight, might be because of your number three, your eating habits. Do you see what I'm saying? So so, yeah, so yeah. it's going to be like a domino effect. And so instead of mm-hmm. starting with a big one, you actually start with a smaller one and kick them out. And once you start getting these problems, then you're going to find like, oh, wow, I am going to fill that void in my life with something else. Or you get, uh, you know, sugar-free candy or something that you grab. If you If you need to chew on something, you know, then you get dried fruit or something and and you know are you eating to live or living to eat and uh i'm telling you right now we are some people in america that can eat our stress up girl eat Mm -hmm. it up oh golly all day every day uh we we definitely know a lot of people are doing it we see it all anytime we travel or just around us constantly definitely can eat up our stress and, and our worries so uh, Sherry, a couple of things out there. Uh, you, you know, we talked about journaling, which you and I both do kind of in different ways. I still have mine, and I can read them. <laughs> you burn yours. But um, <laughs> we did, We, you, you know, so uh, I think I think setting a time for a little worry in your day versus it consuming your whole day, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I, I think that also journaling your worries. For something, there's something about putting it out there, sharing them with a friend. Uh, you and I share a lot about uh, any of our concerns and worries, uh, whether mm-hmm. it comes to trust your journey or whatever. I think putting it out there is a big thing. I think when it stays in your head uh, is when it when it really can become a problem. Um, uh, but putting it out there verbally, putting it out there in written form, uh, however you choose to get it out, I, I think it's a huge help when you can do that. And and I think also by monitoring your thoughts and really like sorting through them and like I said, just breathing through them, learning to relax, you know, like we said, start your day if in prayer, meditation is so good. But so many times, Beth, you know, the gratitude having a gratitude journal is so important mm-hmm. if you can do it so that when you get stressed, you look back and you count your blessings because so many times we are looking at our worries instead of our stress. And, you know, back from Chinese from many, many years ago, you know, the thing called yin yang, which is a balance of good and bad in life. And so as long as you know, hey, listen, I'm going to live this life the best I can and try to be in a happy place because I get it. I'm going to have mm-hmm. equally bad and good. So it's going to be pretty darn close one to the other. You know, um, now, uh, the, you know, I've read before that the Chinese believe, like, if you've had a lot of bad, then you're going to have equally good coming. So, yay, bring it, you know. But the point is, is, is knowing that things are going to come, uh, then you're like, okay, look, it's like I always say, Beth, Um, You know, when a storm comes, whether it's a natural storm or a storm in your life, the best thing about a storm is it ends. They always end. Yep, for sure. For sure. All right, Sherry, we've got to wrap up the show. Uh, if anybody wants to email us, feel free to email us. Always, always, uh, we welcome your emails. And um, that would be Beth at TrustYourJourney.com or Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-Y, at TrustYourJourney.com. Uh, we are here to tell you you're a one of a kind. Um, it is a unique journey. There are no copies, and it's yours and yours alone from birth to death. It's very powerful, and God created you and just you for this time and for this journey. So never, ever forget that. Embrace it and cherish it. So, Sherry, I know you want to wrap it up real quick. And 
one last thing I want everyone to remember that we're made up of 70% water. Being hydrated actually helps your thoughts clearer, so it's very important. We sell water bottles that have positive words on it. If you don't have any money, then write something positive on your water bottle as you drink it, so the intention is good, but just make sure that you stay hydrated too. Hey, thanks everybody for joining us today. Always look to find your greater good in your higher self. We appreciate you. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And always, always remember, wherever life takes you, trust your journey.